Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and hydrocephalus, which is also sometimes called water on the brain, is a condition in which there's an abnormal buildup of cerebrospinal fluid, which we abbreviate as CSF, inside the skull and brain. CSF forms normally in the brain. The fluid circulates through parts of the brain and coverings, bathing and protecting them, and is ultimately absorbed into the circulatory system. Hydrocephalus occurs either because the body produces too much spinal fluid, or more commonly, the brain can't regulate the fluid properly. In animals with hydrocephaly, the fluid-filled spaces, which are called the ventricles filled within the brain, fill with this fluid and actually end up overflowing with this fluid because there's just too much CSF present. The brain then swells and the increased pressure can damage or inhibit the development of brain tissue. Hydrocephalus is usually congenital, which means present from birth, meaning the puppy or kitten is born with it. And in most cases, it's in, this, in these situations, it's referred to as primary hydrocephalus. The condition is most commonly seen with toy breeds with dome-shaped heads or skulls, as well as some small breeds and brachycephalic breeds or breeds with smashed noses, including the Maltese, Yorkshire Terrier, Pomeranian, Cairn Terrier, Toy Poodle, Boston Terrier, English Bulldog, Lhasas, Pekingese, Pug, Shih Tzus, and especially the Chihuahua. In kitties, the Siamese breed is predisposed to this condition. Secondary hydrocephalus is acquired later in life and usually the result of head trauma, including a brain hemorrhage, vitamin A deficiency, brain tumors, exposure to certain drugs, chemicals or toxins, as well as bacterial or viral infections within the brain. A pet with hydrocephaly often begins showing symptoms of an enlarged head within a few weeks of birth. In very young animals, the bones of the skull haven't yet fused together, which is why enlargement is possible. Obviously, adult dogs and cats, if their cranial bones are fused, that skull doesn't enlarge. As the cerebrospinal fluid continues to build, it puts a tremendous amount of pressure on the brain and causes the neurological symptoms that typically begin to show up around 8 to 12 weeks of age. Puppies with hydrocephalus are often runts of the litter, they tend to be slower to learn than their siblings. They can be incredibly difficult to housebreak. And because the brain is involved, these pets can appear mentally dull or stunted. Sometimes uh, puppies and kittens can appear to be disoriented, very, very slow, profound mental, mental sluggishness, and actually can have pretty significant learning disabilities, which is translated as they're really hard to train. There can also be excessive sleepiness. These animals can just sleep all the time and really profound lethargy. On occasion, you can see erratic behavior and aggression in really young animals, which is also out of the ordinary and quite abnormal. Other symptoms of hydrocephaly include seizures, head pressing, eyes that focus down and out, a very abnormal gaze, as well as gait abnormalities or movement abnormalities and blindness. Depending on the severity, some pets with hydrocephaly show no obvious symptoms, while other symptoms um, can be very slow and in onset and then progress over time. The nature and severity of an animal's symptoms doesn't necessarily correspond to the degree of head enlargement as well, or the amount or the accumulation of the amount of cerebrospinal fluid. A pet with mild fluid buildup can have really severe symptoms, while a pet with a significant accumulation of CSF may actually have very mild symptoms or actually no symptoms at all. Hydrocephalus isn't difficult to diagnose, and it's often based on the pet's appearance, history, symptoms, 
that include behavior. Um, and behavior changes are actually very, very common. Your veterinarian or veterinary specialist will want to perform a thorough neurologic examination as well as the standard blood and urine diagnostic tests. If the hydrocephalus is not caused by an infection or other systemic disease, then the test results will probably be normal. Skull x-rays occasionally are taken to check for abnormalities associated with hydrocephalus. A definitive diagnosis of hydrocephalus requires advanced testing, such as a CT or MRI, and, and or electroencephalography. In certain rare instances, veterinary specialists might recommend taking a sample of the animal's cerebrospinal fluid, uh, and obviously that process would require general anesthesia. The treatment strategy for hydrocephaly is to either decrease the amount of cerebrospinal fluid being produced or increase the amount of fluid that's being absorbed, which means reroute or shunt the fluid elsewhere. The goal is to relieve the buildup of pressure on the nerves, blood vessels, and other affected brain tissues surgically. And sadly, there's currently no successful long-term medical intervention that can increase the brain's ability to absorb fluid. In the case of acute hydrocephalus, veterinarians sometimes prescribe medications to try and decrease the amount of CSF the body is producing until surgery is scheduled. And if the patient is seizuring, anti-seizure medications will be recommended. There's also several different surgical techniques that can be used to accomplish the rerouting of CSF, but surgical treatment of hydrocephalus should be done really, in my opinion, only by a veterinary neurologist or a very accomplished soft tissue surgeon that has a lot of experience doing these really intricate procedures. Your pet's treatment will depend on his symptoms, his size, and his physical condition, as well as, most importantly, the underlying reason that the hydrocephalus occurred. If it's a secondary condition and not congenital, um, because those are treated two different ways. If an animal has been diagnosed with hydrocephalus but is not showing any symptoms of the condition, this is actually when integrative medicine can really shine. There's a whole host of non-toxic options to keep pets asymptomatic, ranging from CBD treatments to IV antioxidants that can actually cross the blood-brain barrier to help scavenge cerebral free radicals and maintain cognitive health, while also keeping patients comfortable and symptom-free for as long as possible. If you have an asymptomatic pet that has a congenital hydrocephaly condition, I strongly recommend that you partner with an integrated veterinarian as soon as possible to help maintain your pet's quality of life to the best of your ability. The outlook for a pet with hydrocephalus can vary, actually depending on a lot of different factors. For animals with no or mild symptoms, and those which the symptoms are secondary to a problem that can be identified and easily treated before significant brain damage occurs, then of course the prognosis is good. For an animal that is symptomatic or has congenital or from birth hydrocephalus uh, with obvious neurologic symptoms and concurrent brain damage, obviously the outlook is much less optimistic, which is why the sooner you're able to identify this major medical issue, the better your pet will be.